What makes you so sure that this is an isolated incident? Um, Sakina, this is the first time that any information of this, there's been hints in the past, um, quite a few years ago, you know, you get every second year you have or every year somebody saying that there are various um, groups in South Africa, um, theater groups in South Africa, and there's lots of accusations and assumptions being made, um, you know, and but there was never, whenever the Muslim Judicial Council or other religious groups asked for um, concrete information, um, we were never given that information. And we've even spoken to the Department of, Educa- uh, of Safety and Security, and no concrete information could confirm that Muslims were, or anybody in South Africa was indeed, you know, joined ISIS or any other terror group um, globally. So um, this particular incident, with the same track record, really, we don't have any concrete information other than the assumptions being made right now um, we haven't. We don't know how the child booked the ticket. Um, she is a minor. We don't know who the agent is. So there's, there's so many questions that we're still not in a position to really say, to confirm that she was on her way to, to join ISIS. So it's still speculation at this particular point in time, but we are taking precautions from outside where we are. This morning we will be having a meeting with our clergy. Um, just to give them a bit of more information, raise awareness regarding social media, and also to just to inform our young people in the community. You know, young people are naive, they're impressionable, and Sakina, if I look back, really, when we speak about young people being impressionable, um, if I look back 10, 15 years, even our media editors and our producers fell sway to a war, um, you know, machinery and propaganda um, where they sort of felt that this war was legitimate and years down the line people had to apologize in public for the support of various occupations and wars in Iraq, Afghanistan, um, in Gaza and so forth. So um, as a community, as an entire community, I think it's important that we first you know, ascertain the truth and then decide um, which line we would, would take and, and which group we would support. So in that vein, we are now focusing on our young people because we find that, you know, with the constant wars and, and occupations taking place globally, young people have, might also become frustrated not seeing, you know, the application of international law protecting civilians and so on. And all of these um, laws being sort of um, neglected or, or sort of put to the mm. side. So um, we are very, very concerned um, we don't want another teenager to fall victim to the marketing and the propaganda machinery being used by ISIS and I any other group. And you know, yesterday yes. you issued a statement saying that IS is not representing Muslims anywhere. Now, yes, what that, do you mean by that? Concern. Yeah, that's another concern of ours. That the fact that I'm doing this interview, um, I'm speaking to you purely as a a concerned South African citizen and representing a religious organization. But the Muslim Judicial Council or Muslims globally have consistently condemned ISIS as they, they do not represent Islam in any way. 
Um, ISIS has violated every single law governing, you know, the prisoners, governing what Islam says about the innocent people. Um, we've condemned, you know, occupations in countries in Iraq, Afghanistan, and we've condemned the killing of innocent civilians consistently. And But by the same token, we've also condemned ISIS for the um, random killing and shootings of innocent civilians and also the expulsion of the Christian community um, in Iraq. We've been living in Iraq for thousands of years. So, you know, it's a we, we as a religious body we take a stand moral position on the preservation of life and the protection of the innocent people. So if ISIS is another one, um, another group who violated you, you you know human rights then we condemn them as well. But as you said ISIS does not represent Islam in any way. We've got more than enough information to point to the fact that their leadership, the members, their methodology um, totally violates international law and the, the rights um, um, and the guidelines of Islamic law mm. as well. Do you think the Muslim community has been vocal enough, though, in that condemnation? I think the Muslim community, you know, um, because we've been through so many challenges and there was a hope that after the occupation by the United States and the war against Iraq, that the Iraqi nation would now proudly be able to stand on its feet and, you know, and benefit from the oil reserves in the country. But unfortunately, that has not happened. So um, the Muslim community definitely disappointed. And obviously, the question has been asked, who is ISIS? If ISIS doesn't benefit the Muslim community or the people in Iraq, and it seems to create an environment of, you know, a continued environment of occupation, a continued environment of, of you know, really destroying the social fabric in Iraq, which leaves the, the various countries who occupied Iraq to continue with the, the, the usurpation of Iraqi oil. So, you know, it's just an extended hand from the United States and its allies to now ISIS. So the Muslim community, you know, Masadid and Mosque are very much aware of the fact that ISIS doesn't benefit the Muslim community at all. Um, it benefits, it sort of, you know, indirectly benefits the United States and Israel. So we are very strong in our condemnation of them, the methodology. And also it gives us some, you know, it feeds into the Islamophobia and the hatred that people have for Muslims. And... Um, we, our community has consistently condemned it and very much aware um, that ISIS is not part of the, of the Muslim community locally or nationally and globally.